Welcome to <laughs> Love, <laughs> Leadership, <laughs> and Liberation. <laughs> oh, we're your hosts. Justin. And Rachel means wow. <laughs> we're, being, we're being very silly. Very, very silly today. Yeah, very silly. If it's your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're a returning listener, thank you for being here with us and coming on back. Yes. We're excited to share with you part two of our love story, where we're going to be diving into all the details of what went into planning our dream wedding. Yeah. Very excited. Me too. <sighs> well, how are you feeling today? I am feeling, yeah, I'm feeling like really good. Feeling all sorts of like, you know, it's it's becoming summer. Mm-hmm. It's feeling so good outside. It's uh, yeah, like we're we're in the middle of like thinking about all sorts of interesting things, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just got me in a. Pretty good mood. Nice. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling excited about the curiosities unfolding about our next steps and what we want and Mm -hmm. where we want those things to happen and really just feeling into if Victoria is our forever home. Yeah. And really just starting to acknowledge like our desire to start a family and to buy a house and just, you know, feel into like, well, is that happening here? And I think that the excitement of what is to come is really, is really exciting. And I'm also like, you know, I'm deep in my luteal phase vibes right now. Mm-hmm. Very close to starting my period, and so I'm also like really sleepy and kind of in this like dreamy energy. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully my cognitive abilities don't fail me during this yeah. episode. Yeah, we'll see how that <laughs> pans out. Yeah. Well, I think that a good place to start would be to talk about our initial creation kind of of where we wanted to have our wedding because as we mentioned in the previous episode we had a long engagement and yeah, it was like two years three years three years yeah yeah and was it four years no 20 so we like got together 19? so yeah 20 okay so it would have been three years yeah yeah okay yeah. I was thinking for a second from, I was like counting the start of our relationship, but we definitely did not get engaged right away. <laughs> Just immediately. First yeah. Date. First date. We're married now. Um, yeah. So as we mentioned, we had a longer engagement and when we started to decide that we wanted to get married, we were already living on the island and, you know, it was still like mid pandemic vibes. Like mm-hmm. I think it was... 20 the start of 2021 yeah when we made the decision that we were going to have a wedding in 2022 and I remember we were up at your dad's place which is up island from where we live 
And we just went there for like a weekend getaway because your dad happened to be away that weekend. And we like to, you know, we used to just go up there and take time to relax because at the time we were living in an apartment downtown Victoria and it was nice to just like get out of the city. And we were making a Pinterest board and we were like really dreaming up the wedding we wanted and we knew Mm -hmm. we wanted to get married in the rainforest. Yeah. And we were... Yeah, just pulling all of these different pictures on Pinterest and there was like lots of, you know, forest energy and it just so happened that one of the pins, like one of the pictures that we pinned said like Vancouver Island rainforest or something like that. And I remember we clicked on it and we were like, holy fuck, like this is literally the exact place that we want to be in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, we initially prior to that moment, we were like, oh, like, where are we going to have this? Because we had looked at a few other wedding venues online, but some of them were... They were more like farm energy or like in a big field kind of thing. And we wanted like deep woods. We wanted the lush rainforest, rainforest, like ferns and dappled lighting. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and it was just like so cool to find this venue. And then we sent an email and almost immediately heard back from them. And yeah, it was like a pretty big investment Mm -hmm. to get this venue. And at the time, I think it was maybe like a month or two after we happened to go to Vancouver and we were out for like a dinner with my my dad and his partner. Mm, Yeah. And they were like, okay, well we're going to gift you like the cost of the venue. And so like we were able to put down our deposit and we were able to lock in our date because we wanted to get married on uh, August 22nd, 2022. So two, 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 two. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, like I feel like we didn't even really start planning our wedding though for a while. Yeah. We were like, okay, we've got the venue. And Mm -hmm. so we're like, okay, the, the hardest piece has has been uh, set into the puzzle board. Yeah, because like it was still like a year and a half away at that moment, yeah. roughly until yeah. our actual wedding date. But we, yeah, we didn't really start planning anything until like basically January of 2022. Yeah. So we like yeah. had our venue. We knew that that was like all taken care of, but we just didn't really we're we're both kind of like the last minute type people sometimes I think um but I knew that I needed my wedding dress because I needed to give myself enough time to get it all like you know altered altered and and what have you and so my mom booked her trip to come visit the island in January of 2022 and we booked I booked in like a couple um dress shop places one of which was like this bougie fucking place that I used to walk like (laughs) but like I used to like pass downtown and I like just was like oh like those it just looked such like so fancy and so like luscious and I was like ah okay like I just want to go there like I don't know like what the price range of these dresses are gonna be but I really just want to go there and like try on dresses and I booked this other place which was like still a nice dress shop it was more like commercial 
Yeah, like sense. I think it was still a local dress shop. Like oh, it okay. wasn't like a chain. Yeah. But it was different in that it was less like a less boutique mm-hmm. and more like way more options. Like it was yeah. a much bigger place. And yeah, I'll just like tell my wedding dress story yeah, because then we can kind of get into some back and forth. But I feel like this is a really beautiful part mm-hmm. of the story. So I go to the first dress shop, which was the boutique one that was like really luxurious and beautiful. And I was with my mom, um, my maid of honor, and my best friend Jules. And then was it just my mom and Jules? Yeah, it was just my mom and Jules, and we had FaceTimed your mom. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Justin's mom lives in a different part of BC. And so I was trying on all these dresses, and the thing that was so interesting to me is I had a completely different vision in my head of what type of dress I was going to get. Like, I was going to go for, like, a two-piece, like... Mm, very simple like bohemian. bohemian vibe dress like that's what I was envisioning and then my mom happened to pull these other types of dresses for me because she's like you never know like you don't know what it's gonna look like on your body like just try on a bunch of things that even if you don't think that you would initially like it like just see how it looks and so I tried on a bunch of different dresses and I tried I actually did try on a two-piece and it just didn't like it just didn't look good like it didn't suit my body type at all and I was like Mm. okay maybe that's not the vibe that I need to go for yeah and I tried on all these dresses and then I put this one dress on and I was like oh fuck like this is so beautiful Mm -hmm. like so beautiful like got so emotional my mom was tearing up and crying Jules was getting emotional and I was like holy fuck is this the dress and I just felt so be- – and it was nothing like I had envisioned myself in. Like yeah. I would have never picked that dress. But my mom happened to pull it and it was – it just looked so good, so, so beautiful. Sorry, go ahead. Would you, how would you describe it? Just like literally like a fucking princess. Mm-hmm. Like it – and it was so beautiful because of the the detailing on it was like – almost like leaves like it was just like so beautiful and it had a really long trail like it was like an l it's elegant like and i would have never picked that dress and so anyways (laughs) i'm like in love with this dress but i'm like okay we have this other appointment like we may as well go to this other appointment and just see what's there wasn't wasn't though uh wasn't there people that mock that's okay don't i'm don't Steal the thunder, baby. I, I haven't. No, I thought that was for this dress. Yes, no, wait. Okay. It is this dress, but just oh, wait. Okay, <laughs> you weren't there because. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me finish. Um, so the we go to this other place, and there's a dress at this other shop that has thinner straps, but has a similar detailing on it. Mm-hmm. And I put on the dress, and I. I was like, this just isn't fucking it. And I like the entire time I was at this other dress place, I was like, I need to go back to get that dress. Like I was like so in love with that other dress. And so I call the other shop because they can't hold the dresses. So Mm. there was the risk in me leaving that dress because it was the only one for one, the only dress that was like that Two, They couldn't hold it. 
So I call and I'm like, I'm coming back for the dress. And so they're like, okay, like we'll just put it off to the side. We can't hold it for you, but we'll just like take it off the rack. And so I'm like, we got to go fucking now and get this dress. So we rush back to the other shop and like they they were almost like it was closing time too. So it was just this like mad dash to get my wedding dress. And we get back. I put the dress back on and this time I'm in like the front of the showroom and the front of the showroom has these like massive windows that are facing the street downtown in Victoria and so I'm put, I put on this dress and I'm just like twirling around and just like I'm like teary eyed and I'm so emotional. And then I look outside and there's a crowd of people <laughs> clapping and cheering as they're looking at me. It was like a fucking scene out of a movie. Seriously, like <laughs> literally out of a fucking movie. And like just I was just like cheering with them. So happy. And then... <laughs> life's a little fucker sometimes because immediately literally the moment after I paid for my dress Mm -hmm. my glasses fell out of my pocket Mm -hmm. and I stepped on them and I Mm. broke my glasses so now I'm I went from the biggest high that I was had felt in a long time to just like total distress because I literally stomped on them and like these aren't you know cheap glasses and I also need them to see like I actually need my glasses to see properly so now I'm blind and I'm upset and I'm like where the fuck am I gonna get my glasses fixed and like it was like I went to this one place downtown and they're like no sorry we only fix our own like our own types of glasses and so I was just like motherfucker and so I had to like go home and I literally taped my fucking glasses oh my god but anyways getting my dream dress was such a rush and it was so beautiful Mm -hmm. and if there's one thing that I'll say because I never understood this I was like I always thought like how do people know like, how do you know it's your dress? Mm-hmm. And it is it is this phenomenon that happens with your wedding dress where, like, you just fucking know. And you yeah. put it on and it's like you feel the most beautiful you've ever felt in your entire life. And it just feels like it was made for you. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the most special moments. Like, just the the level of beauty that I felt wearing that dress when I tried it on. It was like, oh, yeah. This is yeah. meant for me. And I remember the, the excitement that you had when you came back and you were all like kind of cheeky and like, oh, you're, you're going to you're gonna be so excited. You can't see. <laughs> it was sort of like this teasy energy and I don't know, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like interesting to not being able to show you yeah because we share like everything yeah so it was weird not yeah just not being able to be like hey justin look at this beautiful thing that i (laughs) i got Mm -hmm. um and yeah just like keeping it a secret was a really beautiful thing and i'm sure that there's some people that end up sharing their dress with their significant other but yeah I know for me, I was very, very uh, committed to it being a surprise. Well, and there was a couple of close calls, too. Yeah. Like just scrolling through pictures on your phone, and you're like, yeah. 
oh shit yeah (laughs) (laughs) to the next one (laughs) yeah you saw nothing (laughs) um yeah and so we i got my dress in january and then february was when we moved into our house and that's when i had my surgery yeah and i think that that was partially why too we didn't we weren't in like full planning mode yeah because i had such a huge life-changing surgery that took up like a several months of healing and so it was probably maybe it was like april that we started to actually get our shit together sounds about right yeah and i remember because we were both like oh fuck like we only have like four months until we get married or something like that or like five months was it six months june july Wait, you're not. Yeah, yeah, five months. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and you know, one of the things that is important to note is that this so 2022 was like the first year in years that you know the world Weddings. was like normal, quote yeah. unquote, at least here in Canada. Yeah. So there was all of these weddings that were supposed to happen in 2020, 2021. That were now happening in 2022. And so although we had our venue, which was probably the most important thing, we didn't, we hadn't hired a caterer, we hadn't hired decor, we hadn't hired a day of coordinator, like there were a photographer, like there were all of these pieces that we hadn't taken care of. And so there was this feeling of like oh fuck like did we wait too long because i was reaching out to people mm-hmm. and all of them were oh i'm sorry like i'm all booked up yeah. like i'm not available that date and that's when i turned to facebook groups and i got i like went into like <laughs> vancouver island weddings and like all of these different wedding groups because that's where a lot of vendors and photographers would like also be and so I would make posts being like hey like I'm looking for a photographer I'm looking for a day of coordinator and that was actually how I found our photographer and our day of coordinator so she was like our wedding planner a month out and of the day of which was such a blessing and we'll kind of get into that more in a bit but yeah don't I don't recommend leaving it to the last minute like we did the caterer was pretty straightforward. That kind of just fell into place. Yeah. Well, thankfully, they thankfully. were available that day. Yes. <laughs> also, don't recommend yes. leaving your caterer to the last minute. But I think one of the saving grace things for us was the fact that we got married on a Monday. Yes. And so a lot of these people, the the vendors, the photographer, the caterer, they were actually booked up for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so because we decided, because we wanted to get married on the 22nd of 222, that was a Monday. And so I think the fact that we were getting married on a Monday actually made it so that all of these other things fell into place a lot easier than had we got married on like a Saturday. Yes. Yeah. And trying to think of what else would be interesting to talk about. Well, I think that when it comes to the relationship building with the people that are going to be supporting you on your wedding, you know, yes. because for me, it was really important that anybody that was involved with our wedding, I vibed with Yes, that they like understood our vision, that they were there deeply 
Oh yeah, it was like cuz we also hired our officiant. Yeah. And that was another oh, that, was, a whole that process. was another process that was really important because the person that's actually marrying you that really influences the ceremony. Yeah. Their personality, the way they communicate, and so it was so important to me that anybody who is going to be a part of our day like really connected with us. And so before we hired our day of coordinator slash wedding planner, like we had a call with her and like we really vibed and hit it off. And she was super excited about our vision. Our our photographer, she gifted us like a free engagement shoot before yep. our wedding. So we got to like really get to know her personality and her style. And gosh, like the photos she takes is they're just they're so beautiful. Well, a lot of the photos for this podcast have been... Well, they were, like yeah. the engagement photos. Yeah, 100%. Like, she's just got a very unique style. And I think that that was actually important to us, too, in choosing a photographer. Is we didn't want, like, the classic kind of wedding photos. We wanted something mm-hmm. that had character. And, like, just the way that she edited her pictures was, like, very yeah. unique to what you would maybe typically see in, like, a traditional wedding photography. Totally. And even like our officiant, like we had calls with her before we hired her and like really it was like everybody that was going to be a part of that day knew how sacred it was going to be. Yeah. Well, even the venue too. Like yes. The, the people that organized the venue and um, there's some really cool things that happened with the venue that we'll share when we get to that. But yeah, um, with how the ceremony was. Yeah, we'll share that in a second. Set the space. Yeah, I think that's a really good place to go to next. In in just a second, I was gonna say that. Um, one of the things that I would say if you're planning your wedding is to like, be, like, maybe picky isn't the right word, but don't settle. Yeah. Like, don't settle for things that are like. Eh, like not quite what you want like of course it's important to compromise and like we'll talk about some of the things that happened that we had to kind of compromise around uh regarding our venue but I would say that it's really important to remember that this day is so so special and you want to show up on your wedding day and literally feel like it's the best day of your life. Yeah. And and that was the case for us because of the steps that we took. Like, even though we were last minute with things, once we were in wedding planning mode, it was so fucking intentional. Yes. Like, we were in it. It was a vortex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think one of the biggest pieces was having that day of oh, coordinator. Yeah. Like. If we were to just have sort of organized it all ourselves or with our family and stuff, that would have been crazy. Chaos. Highly recommend getting a day of coordinator, especially someone who you get like a month out before the wedding so that you have like the ability to build a relationship with them and really cultivate what you want to experience on that day. Because Asia uh, of Sea Tree Weddings here on Vancouver Island, fucking amazing. Like I don't, even if you live somewhere else in Canada, like hire her. (laughs) Like yeah. she is so amazing yes. and her team is amazing. And it was so like, just perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Like she really gives a fuck and she is so accommodating and calm. Like you also want people that are supporting you on your day to be calm yeah, and like grounded. Level, yeah. Like they've, they're just like, don't worry. I've got you. Like you want that type of, th- that type of people because you 
want to just be present. You don't mm-hmm. want to be worrying about, oh, like, did the caterer get here on time? And, oh, like, or, you know, or do people know where to go? Or do they know what to have? Like, it, you yeah. don't want to worry about any of that. You want to just be deeply present. And so having other people to take care of those things for you is literally one of the biggest things that I would recommend. Definitely. So maybe we can talk a little bit about planning our ceremony. And then we can talk about our ceremony. Do we want to talk about our like bachelor, bachelorette kind of stuff at all? Yeah, I mean, I think we can just like, I don't really think it's yeah, like they're yeah, like they're amazing, but I don't feel like it's necessary to have like a whole section about it. I mean, like it, they were great times. Like I went up island with a handful of my really dear friends. We went hiking. We yeah. stayed at a really amazing Airbnb. Like it was an incredible time, you know, like we had such a beautiful experience and some really, really beautiful, like, um, symbolistic things mm-hmm. happened at my bachelorette. Um, but again, like, I feel like I'm there. Yeah, it doesn't need to like be part of the episode. It's like, not to say, not because it's not amazing, not because I don't want to talk about it, but just for the sake of like the time, Yeah, I think it's good to just like, it was fucking dope. I had an amazing experience. My girlfriends are fucking rad. They did so many beautiful things for me and I'm like deeply fucking grateful. Yeah. Yeah. And I had just like a really fun adventure kind of zip lining, yeah. climbing around, axe throwing kind of kind of time. Yeah. Both were like great. They were perfect. Yeah. Like we didn't have your like kind of typical. We're going to go get drunk and party. And yeah. No. like Strippers and shit. <laughs> No, definitely not. And like, that's just not our thing. That's not the type of people we are. Not, you know, if that's you, like, that's cool. You do you. But I think for both of us, we wanted even our like bachelor, bachelorette experiences to be intentional. Definitely. Like to be in pursuit of the celebration of us getting married. Definitely. So planning our ceremony. um, It was really important to both Justin and I that our ceremony was like a beautiful ritual mm-hmm. and that it was very spiritual, very intentional. And we're really blessed because the venue, so the venue we got married at, it's called Cedar Haven here on Vancouver Island in East Souk. Amazing venue. Yeah. And the owners of the property, it's actually, it's like their family property. Their daughter, Rebecca lives on the property and she's a, she's a different photographer. We didn't actually end up going with her just, ended up finding somebody else but um she's an amazing photographer as well and it's their family property that they turned into a wedding venue and bruce who is the the gentleman that owns the property alongside his wife he happens to be very immersed in the local indigenous communities like his the property just you you go there and it's mm-hmm. it feels so so sacred yeah. And like he does a lot of work with indigenous people on the land. Like there's a sweat lodge there and it's just it's already it's already used for like very sacred purposes. And so like you go on the land and you can just feel how connected everything is. And so yeah. we were really blessed that cuz for me um part of my heritage is like I have an indi- indigenous lineage within my bloodline. Yeah. My great grandma um, she was a full Iroquois woman and it's, that's a part of my, my, like, I guess ethnicity would be the word sure, that yeah. is very important to me 
even though I am, I am mixed, like it's a part of my orientation in the world that I feel very connected to. And so it was like, oh, how I really want to incorporate like a smudging ceremony prior to our guests going into the cathedral area, which is like this big open rainforest, like natural cathedral created with like fern, like a fern gully and like this beautiful, literally out of a fucking fairy tale. And so, yeah, it was just a really big blessing that Bruce had the ability to fill that role yeah to be the one to do that work and so should we talk about like what we wanted to have happen during the ceremony or should we just talk about what happened on the yeah, ceremony, let's talk about what happened in <laughs> yeah the ceremony. versus like talking about it twice yeah. yeah yeah so we had our first look before the wedding yes. started yes yeah we all got ready at our respective locations in the, in the beginning of the day and then oh yeah because we had a we got we rented such a fucking beautiful airbnb yep. like for two nights it was this airbnb in was it machosen yeah and it was like on the mountain like on a mountain overlooking this giant valley yes with a hot tub and this big boat oh my god it was so it was fucking immaculate we back there oh yes <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so we, we were both getting ready yeah and i i was i was uh dropped Rachel off in the morning and then everyone kind of the women all got ready in the at the Airbnb and then uh, me and my groomsmen went to my dad's Airbnb and we all got ready there and yeah the whole morning like ever since I dropped her off like I didn't see Rachel well you didn't drop me off we stayed there that night we stayed we stayed at the Airbnb the yes, night before our wedding. We did, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. So okay. you just left. I just left, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, and then and just got ready and felt I felt so confident. I felt so good going in. I was just like, Oh, this is perfect. Yes. This and I felt be... so excited. Like all the women came to the Airbnb and one of my dear friends, Lex, she's a hairstylist and she, she came and did my hair. And then I hired a makeup artist, which did an amazing, oh my God, she did such a good job of my makeup. I just felt so beautiful. Yeah. And I remember like, yeah, my mom helping me put my wedding dress on and she put this beautiful pin that my, like from my, that was my grandma's on my dress that my grandma would be with me that day. Mm. And yeah, it was like the ride over to the venue is like, Holy shit. And something that was so wild. Okay. So we, I knew that my grandma's energy was going to be with me that day. Like my grandma and my grandpa who are both past, but my mom, like I said, she put that pin on my wedding dress and we're in the car Mm -hmm. and we all had, so like some of my bridesmaids went into different vehicles, but Lex, my hairstylist slash friend came in our vehicle. So it was my mom, my sisters and I, and Lex. And Lex is also a very <clears throat> spiritual person. And out of nowhere, she starts singing, go into the chapel and we're gonna get married. And immediately my mom, my sisters, and I start sobbing because it was like ch- Lex was channeling my grandma because mm-hmm. that song my grandma would sing all the time. Oh, wow. And so we're all just like full goosebumps. Lex is sobbing, and I, we're just like, holy shit, like grandma's here. 
And, like, she just was able to, like, channel her energy through Lex because Lex is such an open channel. And so that was just, like, this beautiful thing where I was like, oh, here we go. Like, the waterworks, (laughs) they're already here. They're coming. They're flowing. Yeah. And we get to the venue, and it was really nice because at the wedding venue, they have two houses for their respective, like, brides and grooms. Um, And so me and the bridesmaids all went up to the the house that was for the the bride and that was when we were able to meet for our first look how how is that feeling for you yeah I mean I was like it was mainly excitement mainly just like oh I get to see my bride yeah my beautiful soon-to-be wife um but there's like nervousness too it's just kind of like you know we I got set up I got sort of brought to this spot with this beautiful lighting and it's down this like path it's like sort of forest path and I'm just standing there like looking the opposite direction as Rachel's coming up behind me and I don't know did you like tap me on the shoulder yeah I tapped you on your shoulder it was funny because our initial are just because I feel like our so much of our relationship is like full of humor and funny and laughter. Like we laugh a lot. And it was like our initial reaction to each other was just like laughing. (laughs) (laughs) You're just giggling. Giggling. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then crying. And then then crying. Touching heads. (laughs) Touching heads. And then yeah, they did like a whole little photo shoot for our first look, which was really beautiful. Um, And it was nice to have that private time. Because I initially was, like, I had dreamt of, like, you seeing me for the first time walking down the aisle. And I really thought that that's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. But then as we were planning the ceremony, we both were, like, maybe it would be really nice to see each other for the first time privately. Yeah. And just to have that, that moment of peace together to, like, get grounded and to co-regulate. Yeah. So that going into the ceremony that we knew was going to be really emotional, that we had already connected and co-regulated. Yeah, yeah. And just to have that expression just freely. Yeah. Without the like stress of an audience, I guess. Yeah, which would mean we were already... we. I mean, when we got to the ceremony, we were both puddles anyways. Oh, yeah. But I think just the initial energy of like that nervousness to be soothed by having that time just together was really nice yeah there was a there was a release and then the experience of like being up at the altar waiting for you was just excitement yes nerves yes because it was the same it would it was it was the same feeling that i imagine i would have got if had we not done Mm -hmm. the first look but like you said it was like the nerves weren't there so it was just like pure emotion and like joy and excitement and oh yeah we there was a couple things about when we were talking about like the compromising piece so it's inevitable but so we're going to kind of put a pause in the ceremony for a second because I want to talk about a couple other things that had happened um that I think are important to note because you can, you've got to be able to regulate yourself as you get closer to the wedding date because there's, it's inevitable that things are going to shift or like something might not be working and you just need to like be able to calm your nervous system and trust that everything's going to work out perfectly. 
And one of the things that had happened <laughs> was our venue contacted us to be like, hey, one of our neighbors has been like sending noise complaints because they do a bunch of weddings there and like basically told us that we would have to shut the music off at 9 p.m. And I remember getting that email and I was like, what the fuck? Like I was so pissed because like so much of our lives revolved like even just meeting was about dancing and we were like, okay, how the fuck are we going to get all the dancing in by 9 PM if dinner is not ending until like eight and then we have to do our first dance. Like, is there going to even be any time for us to dance? And I was so upset. And so I, I regulated myself before I responded to the venue and I was kind of just like, you guys got to figure this out because this is one of the most important parts of our day is dancing with all of our friends and family that have traveled across the country to be here. Yeah. And so we, we, we came up with a, like a bit of a compromise and like we figured and that the hilarious thing is, is just like flashing forward into the night. We were fucking exhausted by 9 PM. Yeah. Because we did actually end up with our wedding planner. We did shift everything to be earlier. Yeah. So that, we actually did end up getting like almost two hours of dancing in before 9 p.m. Yep. So by 9 p.m., we were like, let's get the fuck out of here. And like <laughs> everyone was tired. And so it actually ended up, and this is what I was saying about like just trusting that it's all going to work out. Yeah. Because had I really stressed about it, I would have totally taken myself out of the joy of the day and the joy of just the lead up the days leading up to it yeah but I had my moment I had my frustration and then I was like okay let's like let's problem solve this and then let's just trust yeah and it was just like you know we didn't have to have we just turned the music down a little bit at a certain time and we just kept it at a sort of still loud yeah still had still had some of that bass for sure you know but uh it just wasn't like a club loud or whatever. Well, and by the time that we turned it down, that was when everybody was like, we were leaving. Yeah. So it wasn't even like it affected anything. No. And then the other thing that had happened was, and this was some, another reason I was really grateful that we did our first look previous to the ceremony because mm-hmm. what <laughs> one of our friends <laughs> lost their keys, yeah. like couldn't find their keys, and they were actually responsible for picking up other friends that were coming to our wedding and so we get like notified that like oh my gosh like so and so can't find their keys like they're needing to pick up these other people like we need to we need to stall the ceremony and like we were all just chilling with our bridesmaids and our groomsmen because justin had already had our first justin and i had already had our first look like we were just hanging out yeah it was chill we were like we're good we're just chilling yeah Every, but everyone, though, had made it to the ceremony yes. and were, like, waiting in the yeah, ceremony Yeah, so everybody space. else was waiting at the ceremony space for us, haven't, hadn't seen us yet, but we were good. And so, thankfully, that all got yeah, solved. Yeah, we had other friends. Other friends pick picked them up. Them up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, there's just little things like that that can happen on the day, and you just got to roll with it and just yeah. be like, whatever. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and just trust that it's going to be great. And so going back to the ceremony, so before everybody entered the ceremony space, mm-hmm. we had a smudging ceremony. So before, basically what would happen is people would arrive, Bruce would 
go through this beautiful smudging ceremony with them. So beautiful. This man is such an incredible human and he would like channel exactly what each person needed to hear. And we didn't find out about this until later. Yeah. But each person that had been smudged was like, how did he know that? How Mm -hmm. did he know to say that to me? Like such a beautiful sacred experience. And then after they'd get smudged, we had our rings set up uh, in our ring boxes and each person that came to the wedding was to pick up our rings and give it a blessing, give each of our rings a blessing before entering the ceremony space. Yeah. And I I loved that. I loved that we did that. It was just like such a beautiful intentional piece. And I think that so many of the people that came were just like, wow, like you guys had the most beautiful ceremony. And I think setting the stage with mm-hmm. that intentionality beforehand so that everyone's coming in. It's like you're kind of creating this sacred space. Yeah, and there was no phones allowed. Yes. Like yeah. everybody had to turn their phone off. We wanted no one filming, yeah, no one. had a photographer yes. for a reason. Exactly. And like having those boundaries, I think that's another point is like have boundaries. Like Definitely. it's your wedding day. Like if you don't want people using their phones at your ceremony, like get them to turn them off. Like you get to set the standard and – I think like you're saying, Justin, like one of the reasons why it was such a sacred experience was not, of course, the, 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 the pieces that involved everybody that were there so that they became a part of the ceremony. Yes. They weren't just watching it. They were actually a part of it. And then even just the way that our officiant, like every detail was so special, mm-hmm. like was so so special and like we did a hand fasting ritual as well because we both have um like irish scottish Scottish heritage as well um and just every detail of the ceremony like every word everything was a ritual like it was so fucking beautiful like the feeling I, i the feeling that i had during our ceremony i i've never like never nothing has ever compared to that like no psychedelic experience like it was potent and the and i think something too to talk about was like getting that script for the because we went through this whole process with the officiant where she gave us this form and we kind of filled it out like a bunch of questions and Mm -hmm. and then she sent us the first draft of a script and we were like oh like we kind of like went in and sort of changed things and like added the flavor that we liked yeah our own sort of wording to things and it was this really beautiful exchange of ideas and of creating this flow for the for the day totally well and like part of our ceremony was like her telling us our story Mm -hmm. to the audience yeah which was like very similar to what we talked about in our previous episode, just not as long. It was like a much more condensed version of our story. Um, But everything was just amazing. Like the way that the sunlight was hitting the trees and like we're in the rainforest and there's just like ferns everywhere and there's water behind us. And it's like, there's this giant quartz crystal near us and like the big, like beautiful geometric, altar space and it was just out of a fucking fairy tale yeah like every detail and i probably felt the most confident i've ever felt in my entire life in that moment like when i was up at the front and 
you know, I've, I've dealt with like social anxiety and sort of like feeling uncomfortable being in the spotlight. But in that moment, I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly right. And there wasn't fear. There wasn't, you know, discomfort even like even when I was speaking my vows like I felt so confident and I spoke so clearly yeah because it was just like this is true yeah it was I felt the same way it was like it was like time stopped and like no even though like everyone was there it was like we were just there together and when people ask you know well does it feel any different to be married it's like yeah like especially when you go from it's like you enter the for us at least it was like we entered the ceremony portal and we came out on the other side and it there was an energetic shift yeah and that ceremony was the shift like it was so intentional yeah and having all of our friends and family just like witness us like witness our love and it's like this bond this sort of pact yes this communal understanding that has just taken place yeah should we like go get our vows and read them yeah let's do that okay we've got the vows i actually haven't read i'm well i think i maybe have read them once prior or after our wedding but i haven't actually touched the actual paper from our wedding yeah me neither so it feels whoo yeah. I'll okay. go I'll go first. You'll go first, okay. Because this is how it went in the, yes. in the wedding. You said it oh yeah, you went first, didn't you? <clears throat> Disregard all the paper <laughs> crumpling. Some ASMR here a little yes. quickly. Okay. Oh getting all emotional even just looking at it, thinking about it. Um Okay. Rachel. I love you so deeply. You're my best friend, my biggest fan, my sweet baby, my life partner. When I first met you, I was adrift, floating towards a destination I couldn't see. Life was simple, but it was missing something. It was missing you. You showed me a way of living that I had never thought for myself. With your beautiful eyes, you saw in me a man that was new to me a man that I now see in myself. You've been with me through not only the good times, but also the depths of despair when we lost Lynn. With you, I know I'm safe to be me in whatever way that shows up on any day. I love that you have so much room in your heart for me. I've always been amazed by the capacity you have to love me. Seeing how much you love me has allowed me to love myself even more. I love the little songs you create. Probably one of the cutest things about you. Every little thing you do gets to be a fun little song story. I know that when we start a family, those songs are going to be a staple of the Meads household. (laughs) I love the way you nuzzle into me when you want back tickles. And I almost always abide. (laughs) I love your freckled skin and the way that it changes with the seasons. I love your compassionate soul. It's as though you have this endless capacity for holding the people you love. I love how you always know the right thing to say. Like always. It's almost uncanny. (laughs) 
So many times you've helped me understand my own thinking. It's a beautiful talent. I love your humor. I love that every day we're laughing. I especially love when you wake yourself up with a loud <laughs> snore and then you look at me like, I didn't do that. <laughs> every time it makes me smile. I know that as the years pass and we grow and change, there will be so many more ways that I love you. From this day onward, I vow to be your strength when the weight of the world is too much and to hold you when words aren't enough to soothe you. I vow to never keep you from fulfilling your soul's mission and to continue helping you navigate the choppy waters of leadership in life. I vow to continue showing you the man I am becoming, the man you've always seen in me, and as that man to be a solid foundation for the growth of our family as the years go by. I vow to forever open my heart to you, to always express myself fully, to communicate my needs, and to share my vision of the future with you so we can create it together. I vow to always love you, even on those days when you throw your laundry in a pile on the floor in the closet, or when you're processing your shit and need space. <laughs> I vow to keep lovingly pushing towards those discomfort edges, both physical and mental, because I know you're capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for. I vow to continue taking care of myself so I can take care of you, our household, our family, and be the husband you deserve. I vow to always keep learning, to follow my passions, to grow and to expand with you for the rest of our lives. These are the vows I make to you before our family and friends. With you in my life, I know that we will accomplish so many amazing things and live out the life we've dreamed of. We'll travel, we'll grow, we'll live life fully, we'll start a family, we'll build a house, we'll help so many people. We'll be deeply in community. We'll share our passions with the world together. And we'll do it all with love and laughter. I will always be there for you, for better or worse, in sickness and in health. Our love is so strong, it can withstand anything. To the depths of my soul, I choose you. I choose life with you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. Oh. Probably the most beautiful words I've ever fucking written. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> oh, and it felt so good to hear you share them with me because I feel like the day of, I heard, like, it was like, it was like a vortex. Like, yeah. I like, like, I, it just felt so good to be reminded of everything that yeah. you said. Because it's yeah. like when you're in that space, it's like everything is just like, it, like, it felt like a, the biggest high totally so there were like elements that like you don't remember necessarily and i, I fucking killed people were uh. laughing and <laughs> crying and it was yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> so emotional <Yeah>. okay whoo <laughs> whoo justin arnold meets my lover, my best friend, my life partner, and the sweetest man I've ever known. Being your partner is one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. It fulfills me with so much gratitude to be standing in front of you today, where I have the honor of sharing with you and all of our loved ones as witnesses how much you mean to me. 
Justin, here are some of the things that I love so deeply about you. Your integrity, devotion, and the depth of compassion you hold is something that never ceases to amaze me. Not just towards me, but for humanity and Mother Earth as a whole. You are the embodiment of what I pray everyone has the honor of experiencing in a partner, lover, friend, and son. Your emotions and how embodied you are in the expression of them. Truly, you have helped me heal in more ways than I could ever express into words. No one can read me the way that you do. The space you hold is a portal for true transformation, expansion, and where unconditional love flows through every fiber of your being. It's truly magical. Your artistic magic as you channel the divine through your body when you play piano. It's vibrational medicine that fills the walls of our home with so much beauty and passion. It brings me so much joy to witness you in your expression. Your intelligent, beautiful mind and your love for learning is something that has always made me swoon over you. I absolutely adore all of our deep conversations where we talk for hours. The way that you continue, or the way that we continue to expand one another's minds is so delicious. Your sense of humor, how funny you are, the way we play, and how you make me roar with laughter every day. (laughs) You see a side of me where my expression is untamed, and I can't thank you enough for how healing it is to know how hilarious you think I am. All of the nights we've spent lying in bed laughing our asses off, making weird sounds, making up random stories and characters brings me so much joy. The way you love our fur babies so much and how I know with every cell in my body that you're going to be such an amazing father to our future children. Mm. You're so nurturing, grounded, and create such a secure environment. I love that we get to grow as old crazy cat people together. (laughs) The way you cook us delicious meals every day, how you tickle my back and play with my hair every night before bed, and how you always make sure that my CPAP machine is set up so that I get a good night's sleep. You take immaculate care of my heart and well-being. How devoted you are to growth and your willingness to not just grow individually, but collectively in our partnership. You share with me a deep passion for cultivating a life where your body, your mind, your spirit are nourished. And it's so deeply exciting that we get to continue to build an empire together and help change the world together. Justin, I'll never forget the feeling in my body the moment I first saw you as we were dancing the night away. It was as if time stopped and as an elect- it was as if time stopped and an electric current flowed through every cell of my being lighting up my heart with a deep sense of remembrance as I looked into the eyes of your soul and recalled every lifetime that I've loved you in. I know some people don't believe in love at first sight, but I somehow knew that I loved you the moment I met you. Your ocean blue eyes, your golden hair, your delicious dimples when you smile, and the way your body flowed like water into mine. It was clear as day that God had laid out a path for our souls to reunite in such a way that I knew everything before that night happened perfectly to lead me to you. 
I remember about four or five months into our relationship when I came to visit you on the island when I still lived in Kelowna. We were eating sushi at a restaurant and you had mentioned that you didn't know where you'd end up after finishing your master's degree. And I could tell in that statement that you were actually nervously asking what would happen with us. I recall saying to you, Justin, I'm yours. Wherever you go, I'll go. I'll follow you across the whole damn world if I have to. I'm not going anywhere. When I look into the future, one of the only things that I'm sure of is you. Your eyes filled up with tears as you grabbed my hand, and I knew in that moment I cracked open your heart to deeply trusting me to show up for you, to show up for us, and that my devotion to you could never be altered. Since then, my love for you has grown tenfold, and the devotion I promise to you will continue to be the foundation of where we'll soar together from here. Justin, I vow to be the guardian for your freedom. I will stand by you as your wildest of dreams come true, and I will always hold up a mirror for you to see how beyond words capable you are. I vow to love every new version of you that I meet as the moments and years pass on. I vow to remind you of your strength, your confidence, your courage, and brilliance for the rest of our lives. I vow to take care of your heart with so much love and care in every new chapter we step into. I vow to be a pillar of love that acts as a compass leading you back to the truth of your soul in the moments that you forget. I vow to continue to sing you silly songs that make you tear up with laughter, to never stop playing with you, dreaming with you, and growing alongside you even when we're old and gray. I vow to be devoted to our partnership where I'll forever and always show up for you, for me, and for us, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and mentally. I vow to be your best friend, to have your back always, and to see you through the, the eyes of love, in sickness, in health, and through all the ebbs and all the flows. Justin, I'm so ecstatic to be your wife, to be the future mother of your children to be your best friend, to continue to create such potent magic on earth together, to travel more of the world together, and to create a ripple effect of impact in our lineages that's rooted in love, health, wealth, and freedom, as both as we, as both, as long as we both shall live, not even death could do us part. You are my person in this lifetime and the next. I'm yours for infinity plus one, baby. <laughs> oh, <my> sweet. <laughs> oh, I got all teary-eyed. Couple tears fell. Oh, my sweetest. <laughs> it's just so nice to reconnect with those words and that like moment in time. Because that moment in time was this point of change. There's this big point of change, and there was this beautiful reverberation from then into the future. And, like, it just feels so refreshing to reconnect with that and to reconnect with, you know, for me, when I was reading my vows, like, the person that I was being, like, the man I was being, mm. like, that is the man that I want to be. Yeah. And the confidence in those words and the way that those words were expressed is how I want to show up in the world. 
Yeah, it's at like all times. that's like your authentic expression that came through. And it's like how can you connect with that daily? Yeah. Like remember that true self daily. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, and you know being able to share those words together he, right now but in our on our wedding day and like to be witnessed and all of that. I know that um, and, you know, kind of leading into the other part of our wedding, like we, ugh, well, first off, fuck, I'm just like still so emotional. <laughs> My brain's like, I'm like, okay, just take a second, Rachel. Whew. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> My sweetest. <laughs> I was like, hold it together for the episode. <laughs> Whew. Um, yeah, going into the other parts of our wedding, this venue also had like a cocktail hour yeah. area with lawn games, like in another part of the forest. And then Justin and I were able to go get our like private pictures done with just ourselves. And then, of course, our our wedding party and families as well. Um, but then leading into the reception, like when we had dinner, there were speeches. And I remember my maid of honor, Jules, she kind of like, Part of her speech, I don't remember verbatim what she said, but she kind of looked out into the crowd and was like, you know, what we witnessed today was like one of the most sacred experiences. And like mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're, we're, we've been gifted with like this duty of like being in community, like holding Rachel and Justin's love and like reminding them of this love throughout their, like throughout their marriage. And it was just this beautiful, again, like peace around community and being witnessed in community and being held in community. And that like, yeah. you know, marriage is this like sacred devotional ritual and experience. And it's, it's not to be taken lightly. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not just something fun that you do. Like it's a very big commitment to your partner and to be witnessed. And that was really special. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as the yeah night unfolded, like there was, we had, the food was amazing. So we used food for thought catering here in Victoria. We used, um, Bia Gomes for the photographer, Asia of Sea Tree Weddings. We used Chris and, um, the officiant. She's like, I think she's called like Victoria's officiant. Mm -hmm. I think she works for like young, hip and married, which is like an officiant company here. Um, and then our venue is Cedar Haven. And then the wedding dress shop I went to is Blush Bridal. Yeah. And Justin, we didn't really talk about your outfit. It was like super oh, sexy. Yeah. It, was, it, was, <laughs> it was this nice, uh, well, I love beige. <laughs> His nickname is Beige Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so it was this really nice beige um, slacks, like chinos basically and um a really nice white shirt with brown suspenders and um brown pants or no brown brown shoes sorry yeah brown shoes (laughs) the emotions i'm flustered um and then i just had a really nice boutonniere flower and then um all my groomsmen had these nice orange bow ties that were um like a similar color to the bridesmaids dresses Mm -hmm. and it was 
Beautiful. Nice. Yeah, my bridesmaids' dresses were like this really beautiful, uh, like burnt kind of orange paprika color. Yeah. So gorgeous. So fucking gorgeous. And yeah, it was, I can't remember my makeup artist's name now, but if I, I'll put it in the show notes just in case you live in the Victoria area or the Vancouver Island area and you're like, oh, I want to like check out these vendors and people. But yeah, it was just such a amazing time and we had so much fun dancing our first dance was absolutely beautiful we got to dance with our moms I danced with my dad a bit and like it was just such a perfect night like the they have these like our whole reception was in this like beautiful big white tent and then there was like a fire plate a fire pit you could go to like this venue is just a fairy tale a fucking fairy tale and yeah I think that some like closing words I would say is to like really soak in every fucking moment of the planning the day of because it goes by fast yeah. like the wedding day goes by so fast and give yourself space after the wedding to just be in that beautiful energy like we had the gift of my family, um, my like my mom, my sisters, my stepdad, um, and their partners, like here on the island. We like got to travel around the island with them after our wedding. So like we took mm-hmm. the day after to just be in our own energy and we just fucking chilled hard. Yes. Um, but then the coming days we got to travel and like do a bunch of stuff with my family. And I just like really encourage you to like take time after the wedding because you're gonna be fucking exhausted. And I think another thing is, like, it's normal to feel kind of sad after Mm -hmm. because there's such a buildup of energy for that day and and it becomes, like, such a consuming thing that you're focused on that, like, when it's done, there's, like, this relief in a sense, but there's also, like, this sadness in in that, like, wow, I just, like, that was, like, it's done now, you know, and then you have, of course, all this other stuff to look forward to, but the whole wedding blues thing like I think that it's like normal like to normalize that I think is important because there certainly is like a bit of an emotional come down after like the intensity of the day definitely yeah and I think that another thing Mm -hmm. is like to just protect your peace Mm -hmm. like enjoy have fun be present with each other like don't sweat the small stuff like just enjoy it because it's such a special experience. Such a special experience. What would you say? Hmm. Yeah, the piece around being present for everything that's happening is super important. Like, and that's why having someone who can be there to organize everything as it's happening was so beautiful for us mm-hmm. um worth the expense yes very much so and just do everything in your power to just fully be there yeah and show up as the person that you want to be for your partner and for the future mhm absolutely yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm so grateful. It's so nice to like go over all of it. Like I, anytime I look at our wedding pictures, I like get taken right back to the experience and I can't believe that coming up this August, cause we're recording this and it's the, uh, toward the end of May and it's wild to think that this August is going to be a year, a year already. And yeah, I think that we'll do another episode talking about all the beautiful, maybe lessons and experiences that maybe have our honeymoon, our honey. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. That's a whole other story that will leave you on a cliffhanger around. Yeah. <laughs> There's that some, could be a future as a future episode yeah. down the road. Yeah. But oh, I love you, my sweet. I love you too. And just thank you so much to, for you listening. Yeah. Um, we're so grateful to have you here. We're stoked to continue to share the intimate parts of our life with you. And we're going to be bringing out some really awesome episodes in the coming weeks about all sorts of different topics. And as always, it'd be amazing if you could leave us a five-star review and share this with somebody who would benefit from our show as when you do so, it helps us reach more people and we'll, we'll see you soon. Yeah. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Goodbye. Bye.